FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 47 of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. I'm your host, Jason Venable, joined once again by co-host Denise Seibert. What's up? How's it going? You know. You know, um, so, <laughs> some comics. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna, uh, here we are, our special digital Wolverine episode. And we're in uh, chapter five of the infinite comic Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, Japan's most wanted. Colon. Oh, wait. I missed the colon. <laughs> you missed the colon. Ran right over it. <laughs> but this is chapter five. Did you come? Oh, trembling hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending you... Man, put the ball on a tee and she still can't hit it. <laughs> chapter five, colon, the trembling hand. Oh, oops. <laughs> did I say I'm having a rough day? <laughs> no, I didn't want you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. No. This is happy time. It is happy time. That's right. All right, so chapter five. Colon. The Trembling Hand is by uh, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. The script is by Jason Latour. And this time the storyboards instead of layouts are by Yves Bigarel. Pencils by Paco Diaz. Inks by Scott Hanna. And Colors with Israel Silva, uh, joined again by Marte Gracia. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. So I'm pretty sure the storyboards and the layouts and the previous issues are the same thing. Yeah. They, just, they updated what they're going to call it. Either that or somebody was like, really? That's not really what I do. <laughs> Maybe so. Or you got a promotion. Right. So last we left off, Wolverine was fighting the Silver Samurai. Uh, basically, he's, um, well, here we have him previously. On Wolverine's Most Wanted. Colon. Oh, colon. <laughs> <sighs> it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll just read the little uh, previously here real quickly, as fast as an auctioneer. Wolverine is on the run after assassinating a member of the Hand Ninja Clan who was serving as a corrupt Japanese government official. To catch him, the Japanese government has hired Logan's arch-enemy Sabretooth along with the Silver Samurai and the modernized technological portion of the hand that Sabretooth currently controls. While some of Sabretooth's loyal ninjas are hot on Logan's trail, what? <laughs> another group has tracked down Usan Ono, who broke up the Beatles, a ninja who has become the Han, a living book. With the entire history of the hand tattooed upon her skin, Usen is a valuable asset for those who seek to preserve the hand's traditions and a target for those who seek to destroy them. Text dun, title dun, dun, and dun. license not included. Restriction supply. I don't know what you said. I said don't the thing <laughs> at the end of the car commercials. Yeah. And the little guy talks really, really fast. All right, so we start off with Wolverine in a red background. He's in a three-piece suit. Yeah, and normally in this story, the red background has indicated trouble coming. But I think in this time, we're going to see that it indicates trouble having already come. I would tend to agree. So we have Wolverine. He's uh, He's got a hole in his sleeve, and the bottom of the screen is black, and Wolverine's got a bottle of some sort of alcohol, and he's pulling the cork out with his teeth. Is that malt 54? 
or whatever that drink is called. Colt 54? Yeah. Colt 45. Colt 45. <laughs> Again, long I'm day. I'm you home. So anyway, we, um, then we switch. The black goes up top, and the picture goes to the bottom, and Wolverine is pulling a sigh out of his stomach. Ouch. Apparently, he just fought Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Ooh. No, I had a crush on... That'd be a good comic. Leonardo. You had a crush? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> My favorite was Donatello, which is what you told me your favorite was the other <laughs> yes. day. And now you're changing it. Well, my favorite was Donatello because he was more artsy, but I had a crush on Leonardo. Oh, because he was uptight in your OCD? Kind of. <laughs> he seemed manlier. Right. Of the four. So then um, we see Wolverine drinking out of the bottle and he drops a sigh on the ground with a clunk and he's got his blood all over it. And in the uh, narration box, we hear a voice talking about it's pretty cool here. It says, as a child, I would beg my grandfather to tell me stories of the Wolverine. The Wolverine. The eternal nemesis of the hand. The unkillable Ronin of the West. A foe so worthy that death by his blade was considered an honor second only to bringing about his defeat. He was my favorite boogeyman. And we see Wolverine setting the liquor down on a bar and he's about to walk out like an Old West saloon door. So we get the feeling this is a pretty long ago in well, history. And he's got tails. Yeah. Like, not a Coat physical tails. tail. <laughs> yeah. Like he grew a tail. Actually, so something just hit me as we go through this story. Uh-huh. I, I had a revelation, but I'll wait till we get to a certain part. Okay. Anyway, um, if this is really long ago, then that might say a weird thing about the age of some of our, of our other characters. Yes. Anyway, as Wolverine walks out, I forgot to mention. So, he's about to walk out of the saloon and there's dead hand ninjas all over the floor. I just littered about. The Wolverine is obviously just taken care of. But after he leaves, one of them opens their eyes. And did you know who this was? Um, I think it's her grandfather. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Uh, no, I actually took it to not me. For reasons we'll get to in a second, I don't think it's her grandfather. But um, she says, I only dreamt of facing him. Yet every time I ran to Grandfather, brimming with bravado and bluster, begging my flames to be fanned, and would see the ninja get up, he would simply pat me on the hand, smile wryly. Dying is easy, he'd say, as we see all the other dead ninjas on the ground. But facing another day, and the ninja eyes the bottle. Okay, I may, you actually might be right, but the reason I thought it was who I thought it was is because these eyes look very feminine to me. They do look very feminine. But maybe they're just... Asian? I don't know. Possibly, but they do have some eyelashes. They seem to. Well, you can't really tell if Either the ninja that, has Either that, or boobs. we have the first historical occurrence of emo ninja, and he's wearing some guy liner. Well, and you can't tell that there's not a good angle to see if they have boobs. Right. Anyway, uh, the ninja, the surviving ninja, who I guess faked their own death to live another day, as her grandfather said. He eyes the bottle, and he goes up to the bar and takes a drink, and then scampers out. So I thought, from the get-go, it was this girl. It could be. I right? could be wrong. But no, but I like your theories a little better. If it's more with the timeline, okay. that would be her grandfather. And then plus him saying that, I, I thought it was her taking his lesson. Like, this is what my grandpa says, what I'm going to do. But now it makes more sense that it is a grandfather, and he's like, 
speaking from experience. Like he fought Wolverine and lived to, lived to tell the tale. Anyway, so then we go to a very just inspiring panel of the Han, Osan Ono, on a snowy cliff. And when it's snowing in the background, we have a bright full moon. She's got her sword. It looks like she's running and like stopping on this cliff, which got to be pretty hard in the snow. You'd think she'd just slide right on off that bad boy, but she's able to kind of stop on the edge. But man, this panel looks fantastic. I love the clouds. I love the clouds. I love the colors. Yeah, the clouds look very uh, photorealistic. Then we see that for sure it is our Osan Ono, the Han, the Book of the Hand. And just to verify, we get a close-up of her thigh with the tattoos. And she's got a sword. She's running away from her house burning behind her. And we see the hand ninjas that assassinated the other lady that was with her last time and they're, they're chasing her down but you know what she's not really trying to run away she's going to turn around and fight and this scene where she turns back towards the fire with her sword out looks awesome and she's like i am the han i'm just a really striking I'm a badass panel. yeah pretty much and the fire looks really cool too the color on that uh-huh you may be right those eyebrows are eerily similar and then the little like yeah but then this girl has to be really old Possibly. So it might make more sense to be her grandfather, or maybe a twist, her grandmother. I don't know. Maybe the sister Han who died? Possibly. I don't know. But regardless, they shoot some electric arrows at, Bug zappers. at the Han. Yeah, and she very awesomely strikes them all away with cha-ching! Actually, she's running a showing, like Wayne's World. <laughs> oh my goodness. Showing. I can't, what was the voice they did that in? I forgot now. Shwing! Swing. I don't know, something like that. But she swings them all away with her sword. We see them landing in tree trunks. And she's eyeballing them like she's taking in her surroundings using her ninja training. She says, I am the keeper of the secret and sacred history of the hand. Upon my flesh is the holy Bible of our clan. A living document passed down over centuries. The last record of the shadow clan. Okay, I don't like the square on this panel. And we've talked about it before in Wolverine and the X-Men and stuff. It's kind of the first person I remember really doing it was Umberto Ramos. And it's kind of just a way to draw attention to a certain part of the panel by making a panel inside the panel without separating it. Yeah, I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think on this one it was because it's big enough. Though I will say it helped on the phone. Well, yeah, but I guess though I feel the way it's drawn, the natural movement of your eye comes into the bottom and wraps your way around to the top. Right. So, so I mean, don't feel like you need right. to draw attention because your eye will automatically go there. Right. Well, what we have, what she's talking about, is there's a white border square around a part of her arm where one of the electric arrows went through her sleeve. Though it doesn't look like it broke her skin. No. You know, it just caught her. Of course, you know, she's wearing a loose robe. So it went through her sleeve. I don't know if it's coincidence or not. And I don't think this, they're using the word in the same way. But I thought it was interesting when she said the last arbiter of the great shadow clan. And of course we have the arbiter character going as Savage Wolverine right now. Right. Which also involves the hand. So it seems more coincidence than anything else. But I thought it was a nice tie in regardless. Yeah, I, I caught on to that too. So then we see Osun Ono talking about how... These ninjas want to wipe the history from existence. We're talking about the history of the hand. And we see the ninja hold his fist up and then we get a zzz as his bug zapper wolverine claws come out. And here we get kind of the purpose of their mission. To have it rewritten to suit their wicked purpose. Now I'm still a little bit confused but we'll talk about that later. Um, this is a really nice panel of her holding her sword in front of her. Talking about her training. That she's prepared to defend the book with her life. We get a nice action scene of the ninja attacking her. 
looks really cool. And she, I guess she jumps on a branch. Yeah, from down below. Uh, okay, so she was already jumping off. This panel of her diving off the cliff looks awesome. Because we have the, like, the whole night sky on the whole like, left side of the panel. And then on the right side, you still see like the fire and smoke from the burning house. And then she's in color as she dives through the sky with the ninjas all in black silhouette, except for his eyes. So it's called matrixing when your eye creates things out of nothing. So this mountaintop looks like a demonic Frosty the Snowman. I, I agree with that completely, yes. <laughs> it very much looks like a demonic Frosty the Snowman. That's something you see. Like if Lord of the Rings had a snowman. This, this is would be it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so she dives down very gracefully to another branch, one of Frosty's arms. But then she jumps off of that, and we, get, we see below there's a river below the cliff. And she dives, and we see the motion as we flip through the panels of her falling down and splashing into the river. And then she washes up to another shallow part of the river. And I thought this panel was amazing. The color is really cool. There's almost a hint of purple behind her robe, like in the trees. Yeah. And then in the water. The water is very broken, and we see her reflection in the waves. And we also see, like, a shimmery reflection of the full moon. It just, it looks great. But then, out in the water, splash two ninjas with electric claws. Bug zipper claws. Yes. I like how the rest of the, like, the panel doesn't move, except for they just pop up. I thought that looked really cool. That is cool. And the colors on this panel, I thought, were really amazing. So, I liked it a lot. To kind of a side note, I like how her speech bubbles are in, or her thought squares are in pink, and she's in pink. Right. I, so I thought it was a her. nice correlation. Yeah, a nice touch. I also really like this next panel with her. She's still wet from coming out of the river, which, by the way, that's going to be really cold. It's yeah. snowing outside. But this look of determination on her face by Paco Diaz looks amazing. And then you see the glint of the sword, and there's still water dripping off the blade. And then she leads the charge. Like she takes off against, she doesn't wait for the ninjas to come to them. She takes the fight to them. And uh, we see the ninja kind of counter attack. But she draws first blood, and then we get a zzz, and she looks surprised. Like, uh-oh, she didn't calculate something right. Yeah. And we look, and we get a picture of her arm, and her sleeve is sliced again, but this time they got skin. And we get kind of a close-up of her arm in a little square by the ninja where we see, like, the three scrapes and blood coming out of her arm. And the whole time this is going on, she's kind of explaining why she became the Han. Right, talking about her interest in stories and... Mm -hmm. I guess, vocabulary. (laughs) Yeah. She was good at the SAT. And then she gets mad that she got struck. She jumps really, really high in the air, like like kung fu movie high, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. But she comes down with a sword thrust in the guy's chest, and she talks about how she was a librarian, which made me think of a great pitch for a new anime cartoon. Ninja librarian. Quiet by day, stealthy by night. Yes, I'm an unassuming librarian, but then she's also a ninja. Be a great anime. So she has a a bun and wears glasses yes, during yes, and the then day. Yes, she takes them off and pulls out her katana blade and kicks ass. Her glasses turn into the katana blade. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, no! The sticks in her bun—they turn it. Oh, they turn into size. Okay. I got it. Yeah. All right. We're totally going to draw this. <laughs> so if you want to pitch that idea, just send me the royalty check. All right. So she talks about the Han is a living storybook of arcane myth and legend, a tome of secret histories and strategies as the guy cuts through her sword. 
the other ninja. And I really like this panel. We see because she's jumping like over him as he cuts her sword. We get a close-up of him like striking forward with his claws with a black like flash behind him. And that's uh, Ono's hair. Coming around. Yeah. And then suddenly she's behind him. Even though she has a broken sword, it's still a sword. And we get a black panel with a red like bloodline across with some nice bloody letters going shoo. And the ninja starts choking on his own blood. Yeah, he got sliced and diced. And then she explains like kind of where some of her training comes from. She says the Han is a manual of deadly sword techniques. So like all these strategies, all these techniques that have been recorded on her, obviously she's going to take time to know this information. So she almost has an edge knowledge-wise. And then right. her ninja training, she's able to put it in practice. So she's kind of like the complete package for the hand. She is. She's the librarian. <laughs> I really like this panel where she realizes, again, uh-oh, and we get a nice look of panic. And I like how, you know, sometimes the closer up you get on faces in comics, the artists aren't as good. But Paco, like, he's he, he, he's pretty solid with the close-up. Like, this fills up the whole iPad with her face, and it looks pretty good. It does, and I like how her hair flows. Yeah, her hair is all kind of blowing in the wind and a little mm-hmm. bit messy, wild from the fight. I don't really get this emphasis on the two ninjas, though. Because the whole time she's only fought two and she just beat both of them. But she's acting like she forgot one. Well, I think she realizes there's two and she mortally hurt one, but she probably didn't mortally hurt the other one. She needs well, to she check. She stabbed him in the chest and then she slit the second one's throat. I, mean, well, I, I don't think she stabbed the other one in the chest. She just sliced him. No, she, she chunks him in the chest here. Oh, Shunk, like right in the chest. and goes through his back. Oh. And the sword's coming out of his back. Anyway, that guy it is the same guy. I mean, he obviously survived. Well, and, and hand kicked. ninjas aren't alive, right? Well, I think at this point, these ones probably are because they're not turning into dust. Okay. So anyway, but she gets taken off guard and he trips her. He's about to go in for the kill. And she blames herself. She says, we can't lose the history because I, I basically wasn't on my A game. And she looks really panicked. But then we get a snicked. And we see six little claws poke through the ninja's chest. I thought that was pretty cool. It was cool. Then when you flip the panel, you see the claws come out and blood, like, come out of the six little holes. Like, you get the motion of him, like, jerking his claws out of the guy's body. I thought that was pretty sweet. And we see a nice shadowy wolverine. And then we see a, a shot from between his crotch. <laughs> looking at the girl. Like, hey, you want some of this? Yeah, baby. <laughs> and she looks panicked, and then she looks tired. Which I gotta think she's re- remembering all the time she wanted to know about the Wolverine. So she's gotta be kind of either worried or like, this is my chance to take him out. The Wolverine extends his hand and says, this must be one hell of a story. Like, all this trouble for you. And then it goes to be continued. Yeah. Okay, so, um. Damn it. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going to go with you. I think the the first little flashback sequence was her grandfather. He just had feminine eyes. Yeah. Or he, or he was emo ninja, one or the other. I like emo ninja. Yeah, I do too. Went home doing his uh, katas, listening to Dashboard Confessional. He's got like rainbow bright hair underneath all that. <laughs> yes. And a mohawk. Right, a faux hawk. A faux hawk. Yeah. All right, so um, what did you think? Taking my long, dramatic pause. Yeah, so you can act like you're not going to give it three claws. How do you know if I'm going to give it three claws or not? I just know. Mm, I should give it one claw just for that. Just to be contrarian? Yes. 
<laughs> no, I really, really love this. I do too. I mean, when I, I get to the end, I was like, oh, no, no, this isn't the end. I thought it was a good way of giving the girl a story without doing all flashbacks. Yes. Like we had the little flashback in the beginning and that was cool. But then we just, we picked right into the action and we learned about her as she fought. And that, that was really cool. Well, you learn that she's a badass on top yes. of all of that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the, the chapter before, you kind of felt like she was meek and she had all these people protecting her. Right. And then you find out, oh no, she can do just fine on her own. Yeah. So I, I did love that, like as a woman, right? No, you know, cool. she didn't have to have huge ass muscles and big boobs and no, she's just a, a normal looking girl and kicks ass and takes names. She's me. <laughs> That's right. I kick ass and take names, right? You do. You don't have Japanese letters all over your body. No, I don't. I'm missing that. Yeah. So uh, Mike, oh, all right. Well, first of all, I thought this was awesome. Not Paco's art was great again. I guess we'll call them storyboards now. Worked really well as we went from uh, scene to scene. Went fantastic. The dialogue was really good. The story moved along. I thought the colors were particularly awesome this issue. They were. They um, were. They were just spot on to the mood. Yeah, yeah. Especially the scene fighting in the river. Yes. And that part to me was just, I don't know, it, wow. It was really Are you good. having a, a snickgasm? No, not quite. But, um, all right, so my only question is, the last time we saw Wolverine, he was diving away from a blowing up ninja in like a mall or something. And he had a sword in his chest and then it went black. Yes. So I'm hoping, and I'm a little suspicious just the way the story's been told that we will, feel like a little bit of a flashback next issue talking about how Wolverine got from there to here and how he knew to come here. Because there's nothing that's happened in the story so far that we've seen that would lead him to this place. Actually, that's not true. Okay. Because remember in the last chapter, the Silver Samurai makes the comment about Something about the Book of the Han. He said that Wolverine would be known as the one that raised the Temple of the Han. Talking about how these ninjas are supposed to leave Wolverine claw marks all over the place when they kill the Han. Right, and so... But he doesn't say where it is. I'm assuming the secret Book of the Han is in a secret place. Yeah, but I also can see Wolverine, like, going underground and finding out. Oh, right, right. And I think that's probably what happened. I just, I hope we get a little... I don't want to spend, like, the whole next issue on that, but I'd like, like, a page or two. Showing some of that. Or at least talking about how he got there. So oddly enough, if they don't ever disclose that, I'm okay with that. I find it so intriguing that like if they don't ever explain how he found it, I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. Okay. Well, anything else you want to say about this one? Other than, you know, I still, each week... I, I This section of the program is brought to you by Lucky Charms, Magically Delicious... Now, Denise predicts failure and finds success. No, but it's true. I'm, I keep <laughs> I waiting. I'm just making a segment out of it, that's all. I know. I keep waiting for them to kind of drop the ball or to right. have one that's not as, you know, like, okay, out of 13, they were all great, but, you know, maybe like chapter seven, chapter five. Well, that's what I'm, I'm guessing, chapter seven. That's going to be the one that lets us down. You think? Yeah. It's the halfway point. All right. And then choose between six or eight. I don't want to choose any of them. I'm thoroughly enjoying having like. No, they may, they may go 13 for 13 for all yeah, I Yeah, but that's, I, you know, I keep, as we chug along, I, I get a little bit more doubtful and then I'm completely surprised. Yeah, no, this has been been great since the first page of the first issue. Yeah, so. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm really digging it. All right, anything else? 
Nope. All right. Well, so what's your? I'll let you actually say your grade. When are you going to grade Chapter Five of Wolverine, Japan's Most Wanted? One claw. You're, you're so hacky. <laughs> three claws. Okay. Well, I also give it three out of three claws, and um, let's go to wrap up. All right. So please, I want to say definitely want to see where this goes and see the um, developing story between Wolverine and Osin Ono. All right. And hey, for all of you out there, the podcast birthday was yesterday. Well, the fifth of August. Yes, it won't be yesterday when you hear this. No, it won't be. Sorry. So anyway, let's get some more likes. Let's get at least four more. Let's get up to 20 for to celebrate the first year of the podcast. And you can do that by searching for us on Facebook, the podcast that goes snicked, or the URL is facebook.com slash podcast fan page. You can also leave an iTunes review if you like the show. That helps other people find it because it, it kind of helps iTunes notice us and put us up the list a little bit. You can go to the webpage for show notes and stuff. That's snickcast.podbean.com Twitter is at snickcast email is snickcast at yahoo.com and uh, that's gonna do it so hope everybody has a great week we got some cool stuff coming down the line to get ready for that uh, before the month is out we will have our birthday celebration so um Woo-hoo! yeah got some cool stuff for that anyway until next time hugs and snicks bye, bye.